0: We're live, podcast hoy. Nick Mita. Saba. Thanks for coming. <laughs> so, Nick Mita is my brother in law's brother in law. So, I just say brother in law. That's easy. Um, and many things father, Christian, former pro surfer, uh, local boy. What, you went? Where you at? Midpack?
1: Oh, no, I went to Marino. Uh, Marino?
0: Marino, Tauni. Uh 100%. And just a, an interesting guy, so we always talk at like the family barbecues and like you know chat about surfing or business usually or sometimes family <laughs> yeah surfing business and family, and uh, and I asked Nick to be on so thanks for coming, yeah buddy, so let's uh, I mean we talked about some of the things we could talk about but anything like what's going on with you
1: oh this thing could be so long yeah we'll we... probably
0: have two three like you'll be a regular
1: you'll <laughs> be a regular
0: okay. but the i remember when i met you <clears throat> Corey, cory like you and cory started dating mm-hmm. so they're oh there's a surfer guy nick whatever and even though like i heard of and knew of all your friends i didn't know if you were actually townie and maybe surfing more in japan or something but like dane which we're not gonna say dane's nickname there mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> dane they knew nick was like yeah i know nick and blah blah, blah. so we met, and I was like, oh, that guy surfs good, and he hangs out with all those those rippers. And and then I went to your guy's wedding. We cruised in California. Mm-hmm. And you went. You were surfing professionally, and then the, the nuclear thing really shifted you from that, yeah? Yeah. When was that? Oh, you did some research. I don't know. I remember, because <laughs> I remember I was in California, and you were like, you were like, No, I'm not gonna go back because the radiation or something. And oh wow, was that that
1: time? That was 2011
0: when I I came. No, I don't know. I think it might have been a message, like a Facebook message. I don't Uh, know. Yeah, that's
1: well. There's a lot. There's a lot of questions you just asked.
0: Well, anyways, (laughs) let's let's start. Kid days. Where you from, Kamukie?
1: Yep. So I grew up. Grew up in Kamukie and uh, went to St. Patrick's till seventh grade. That's a small private school, and then uh, went. Uh, to Marino after that, Punahou Lower Campus. That's what they call it, yeah <laughs> Lower Campus, Punahou. It's the parking lot, yeah, for the Punahou Carnival. Oh. And then um, from there, went to KCC and then was a pro surfer. So I was, uh, yeah, I don't know how my parents did it, how they put me into private school, but I remember eating a lot of sandwiches and um, whatnot and trying to cut corners here and there so they could put me in there. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a good thing. That I didn't go to Kaimuki High School because I'd get beat up. Guarantee. Think me. so. Yeah, I was fast though, but <laughs> they could would run. They would catch me. Yeah, and, but yeah, I went to those schools. Um, grew up playing baseball. I was a sports kid. Baseball, soccer, flag football is too small to play football.
0: You know, that's one thing I always kind of thought in the back of my head or noticed about you, like. Not a lot of really serious surfers are also baseball players, yeah? Yeah. Who Do you know anyone else? Uh, or who's uh, a serious, like, football or baseball player? That surfs?
1: I just asked my... That, like, my, surfs uh, really good or, you know... That's so funny because I just texted my buddies, like, hey, check out this baseball fight, and they're like... Because there was a big fight last... I heard, yeah, I Yesterday, heard. Jose and um, Tim. Anyway, uh, and they're like, who watches baseball? I said, well, if you're a townie... And you're an Asian, you're guaranteed playing baseball. <laughs> <You're right? an laughs> right? That's just how it <laughs> or is. Or Milani. yeah. Or Milani, yeah. Anything except the North Shore. Yeah. yeah. You're pretty much playing baseball.
0: But you don't, like, like the guys, like, well, I'll, I'll name drop. Like, the guys that you know, like, Joel, Sintel, mm. and Shibats. Shibats and M- might be able to Moody. throw a baseball, but. But th- none of those guys, like, have a baseball or, like, the way you are. I always noticed that. I was like. Oh he he's like a full-on surfer but also like a sports guy.
1: It's not yeah. not too many. Yeah, yeah. They those guys like football, but they uh um,
0: But they never like play in high school. Uh?
1: No. I don't They surfed in high school. So I I grew up playing bat. thank god I went to Marino so I got to start playing uh soccer and baseball. Um I think I even ran track. I even did bowling. I did all all everything. But <laughs> yeah. when I went to Marino I like, like I didn't yeah. get cut. Yeah. Yeah, bowling's fun. Yeah. But those guys only surfed. <clears throat> and I only got into surfing when I was sixteen.
0: That like, trips me out too. Yeah. This guy, our our media guy behind the camera, he's came from the mainland starting to surf and he <laughs> realizes like how it, it's not it's not like you like learned to throw a baseball in weeks or yeah. like there's an immersion and just hundreds and hundreds of hours that has to happen just to be able to paddle and not look goofy, right? It is. So it to is. start at 16, you like wait, you were like a bodyboarder before 16 and like went beach every day and then grabbed a surfboard or like was the case.
1: I was a wall rat. So I was you a wall rat. <clears throat> I was a wall rat before that. Um for those who don't know, that's what—that's the townie. That's oh, yeah. Walls.
0: In Waikiki, there's the wall that goes <laughs> out. And, yeah, that's the wall rats, the, the so kids I, jumping off the wall.
1: Yeah. Over yeah. there, graveyards, I was a wall rat. And then um, my dad, he surfed. And he was a big baseball guy. He played, um, I think it's called Puerto Rican League. So that's where all the college guys played. And, and then he had me, had to start work. Um, anyway, my dad really loved surfing. He Uh, he, he rode for HIC and worked there and he, there wasn't pro surfers back in the, well, that was like Jerry Lopez days. You gotta, yeah. So you're not making a lot of money, you know? Um, and he, uh, he wanted me to get into surfing. So I was still bodyboarding and I remember like freshman, sophomore year, he'd buy surf videos instead of bodyboard videos. And I was Uh, like, bro, so my, I don't know if you watch Taylor Steele, but, um, the first video I had was focus. Taylor Steele's like a really famous uh, surf video maker. And the first video I had was Focus. I um, probably had some VHS tapes back in the day. Guarantee. Yeah, yeah. Mike doesn't know. You know what VHS tapes are? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh had focus and he we go surfing and he would every time we go to town, I remember he might say no, but he was lying. He'd grab my bodyboard and put a surfboard in there and I remember one particular time he did that and I was like bro where's my board he's like no you guess you gotta surf now yeah and I surfed out at um I think it was second holes or first holes it's it's a really small junky wave in town where's that I can't tell you oh you can't nah tell. it's in Alawana it's right next to concessions oh okay it's no it's not a huge deal you know yeah. it, it, it I, I say that so that it's not crowded and nobody gets mad at me for <laughs> spilling <laughs> yeah, the beans but yeah. um we're not
0: talking about kawaii no talk a little bit. <laughs> it's tough. it's Alawana <laughs> yeah, bro yeah.
1: So I got a little head dip. I probably didn't even get browled. I was probably just in the pocket, and I was hooked. From that point on, I was hooked, and that was maybe saw right around right when I was 16. So between sophomore and junior year, and my dad was pumped. He bought me a board, like, and it was all, I was on my way. So I was a. Ba- I played baseball all the way till uh, for Marino. I was sm- I was really small too. Yeah, I was five two when I graduated. 52 52. So when you graduate high school? Yeah. Oh, so you grew after high school. I, I grew after. I was mi- I was 4 8 when I was a freshman. So wow. my son is 11 years old and he's almost as tall as I was. <laughs> a lot of I was mini. A lot of surfers are smaller, but huh. I feel like
0: in the newer generation maybe not like there's oh. big guys like Zeke and
1: Bro, there's big guys. Yeah, John John's yeah.
0: pretty big and stuff, right? Yeah. But in the 90s and stuff, most of those guys are small like Sonny... Was a big guy, right? Yeah. Big guy. But like Um, who else was pretty tall? Just growing up in Eva, like Dustin. Oh yeah. Dustin Quizon, Hammer. Just so like we'd be on knee high days and he'd be boosting like three sixty on like a knee high day. And and all of his crew, like all of Dustin and all of the people that I hung out with are all like little. And they surf, you know, surf good. And then Joel's guy, eh. Ira's pretty tall. Ira's tall. Ira's. Ira's. Shout outs to Ira. Smooth style.
1: That's pretty but, sick um, that we all know the same guys. Hawaii's so small. A lot of surfers are small though. That's true. Under six feet, you mean. Kelly's small. I mean, every everybody's under six feet. Ross Williams is pretty big. He's yeah. tall. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I grew up small. I was, um yeah, I was I was mini. I passed 100 pounds and five feet when I was my junior year what i was excited really so at Marino they have uh lockers that are like one two three four you know freshman to senior year seniors on the top oh yeah so i remember freshman year being like bro i better grow
0: oh you're not gonna reach him i ain't
1: gonna reach that <laughs> thing and and next to me was um brandon miyagi he played baseball too and i was like brandon he was my height at the same time mm. we better grow bro we're not gonna reach that thing and uh, you know it's scary um but anyway, you guys so, had
0: compact strike zone, huh?
1: Oh, bro. I, Hard to it, pitch you guys. I was I was so small and so underdeveloped. I remember there was a kid named Buster Smalls, and he, he was a Punahou catcher. And when I got uh, called up to vars because we had no JV, so yeah. sophomore year, I remember, you know, he was crouching down and he was bigger than me. Kid had a goatee. I was tripping. <laughs> I was like, man this guy is huge, you know, yeah. and guys are throwing gas when you're five feet tall, you know, yeah, so, yeah. Um, anyway, our team wasn't that good, um, although I, I made a lot of really good friends, Brian and Kevin, Higa, they were my good friends till today, and they're they're really good, um, but the, after our, I literally lost every game my whole high school career, and really? so tw- eight, nine games, you can do the math, nine games in intermediate, 21 games in sophomore year, 21 games in um, junior year. So what is that? 42, 51, 51, Owen 51. And we go into <laughs> games like, I remember going to, <coughs> playing mid-pack particularly, and it was like, uh, I was in the outfield, I was in the left field, and they were smashing balls. I'd run, you know, run to the fence, grab the ball, throw it, and run to the fence, and I have a glob of sunflower seeds in my pocket. It They're was gone, gone. mid inning. That's a long like, inning if you run out of seeds. Long <laughs> inning, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come in one, two, three, get back out, and then I remember the coach being like, "Ah, you, what's going on? Like, you guys, I think we need to practice more." And I was like thinking, "I just ran to the fence like a hundred times back and forth, man." Yeah. And one of our, thank God, one of our captains, Shane, he was like, "Let me talk to the boys." And he's like, "Hey, you guys want snacks or should we practice there?" Like we're like snacks. He's like, "Coach, we practice. We're gonna eat snacks, shoots, thanks." And our coaches, you know, like I. Looking back now, I guess I can say like uh, a lot of them, the techniques they had, they were really young. Yeah. I don't think they had kids. And I think that's an important part of being a coach is knowing that, how yeah. to be, you know, not, how to, every kid is different. So um, I, uh, from that season on, and my dad being a good baseball guy, um, he was like, I was like, hey, can I be done with this senior year? And he's like, yeah. I, said, I was, well, oh.
0: was going to ask, like, if you got into surfing 16, because when I moved to Hawaii, I had previously played baseball in Florida, mm. and I was what twelve. And they called my mom, and I was like, "Hey, we want him to play on the traveling team. We travel mm. around the southeast playing." And she's like, "Oh, he just told me he's staying in Hawaii." And then I played for a year because my dad made me. But high school, I went, and they they like the first day of practice is brutal. Like guys yeah. are throwing up, and I just I quit. Uh, I i told my dad i was like dad take me to the beach after he's like you you're like spent you can't go to the beach and i was like please take i had i had like my first board still so i was newer to surfing and because i was sponging before too right and uh i couldn't even stand up i was cramping so bad oh yeah so i was just sitting out there in the water but i would i was like i remember was fence line side of white plains okay because i i just couldn't paddle i was done and I was like, I'd rather be out here not able to stand than go to baseball practice. (laughs) And I quit. So for you, junior year, senior, like, it wasn't like, oh, I just want to surf. I don't want to play baseball.
1: Did that happen? Well, like, you got to remember, I was five, I was literally five feet tall. (laughs) I've just made five feet tall and I was playing baseball. So, And, you know, the kids are... What five tens? They're as big as you, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's a lot of you don't like to, it's human nature to not want to do something you're not successful at, especially for that many years. Yeah, and so if you're going three years in 0 and whatever when it <laughs> when it counts, right, in high school, yeah, 0 yeah. yeah. and 50, and you're not big and seeing a lot of success, you're not going to want to do it. Yeah, but if you like surfed and you had fun doing it and saw success getting better than your friends, and you it's going to grow, the yeah, desires going yeah. to grow. Yeah, so that's what I. I like yeah, just nerded out on surfing and bro. I knew everybody, all the all my friends now, my best friends now. I I really looked up to them. Look back in the day, there was newspaper results, so I knew who was getting results. You know, my division was like uh, when the so Joel, all those guys, they're younger than me. Joel, Fred, Shabat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's enough for like surfing Hossa. They're in a different
0: division, huh? Yeah. Or whatever, yeah, one grade lower. Yeah,
1: so but they would do the open. And so that, that's when we would all be in there. Um, and I was like, bro, I was obsessed. I would, you know, at like, what is that? 17, 18, 19, 20-ish, right around that age. That's when everybody parties. And I didn't party. I would stay home, watch movies all day, rewind it all day, and just figure out where their head goes, where they're looking, how they're pushing, where their shoulders Let's
0: give are. some frame. So <laughs> Nick and I talked about this, like the family barbecues or whatever. I look at, because I know... Like, you know how obsessive I am. Yes. And I and I wanted so bad to be, to like fit in and be as good of a surfer as I could and all this stuff. Yeah. And I got okay. Like, I could win like a hassle. You, like,
1: you won the military, yeah, like a military contest. Yeah, the military contest. It's not like, you know,
0: I ain't longboarding like Venton or anything, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I tried and I just I couldn't get there. But I got because I was in the water with those guys and like Kamu and Kikoa Awai, Kiko was a good basketball. He was a good basketball player. Kiko is probably
1: good at everything. But, Shout uh, out to I got the best Instagram, ever. <laughs>
0: funniest Instagram, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I I couldn't get to that like Koa and Kamu level or like you know, and so I I've told you like there's a level of talent and you're like no, bro. I I started at 16. I had to work for it. And I'm not trying to take anything away from yeah, you. Yeah. But I've just been in the water with Dustin and guys like you, and like from from 13 years old, and I'm like, there's just something different here. There's something here. Now, can you work on it and get better? But I'm not. This is not here to debate. But I just want to for the uh, for people listening. I'm like setting a frame of reference. Like you, I mean, you could stand up on a board and had some balance, maybe greater than the regular person. But you obsessed after that. Like you studied video, didn't yeah. party, you weren't winning at first, like, how'd that, like, what was that like? Because oh. I like to, I love thinking about success principles and mindset, and one of the things is just thinking that you're capable and worthy of it. That's 100%. if you don't think you're capable and worthy, you're not going to study video. Yeah. Like, oh, he kind of, like, dips his right ear and really exaggerates his shoulder to get yeah. into that back turn, like, yeah. so you got obsessed, like, tell me about that growth period from 16 to, when'd you start when did you go to
1: Japan for the uh, Japan tour? Probably 21. So from so, so in those five years. So that's it's it's. <clears throat> when I look at back at it now, it's pretty crazy because I was when I started surfing, I was 16. I knew who everybody was, and back then it was you know my my buddies bro. I was Joel, Fred, Shabbat. Uh, oh, yeah. Shabbat was the guy. Moody, Bam, Bam was younger. Um, who else? Macy. Shout out to Macy. Me. Yeah, um, and a lot of guys and I would watch H3O got gotcha your yeah, yeah, yeah. and I would watch it over and over and over. So to, um, going backwards, my dad was, a um, he was a very honest guy. So I, I this is a very like pivotal moment in my life was, I, I, I was probably about 18 and I graduated high school. I think it was like that summer. So I'm doing a diamond head contest. I'm from diamond head or oh, I grew up surfing diamond head. So Hossa? I saw <coughs> Hossa. Oh, yeah. And so, um, it was a hustle event, and and I got fifth out of six. And I I might it might have been only six guys. In were the Were there two event. heats or might I have mean, been a, only like just a one
0: like a one heat thing? Yeah, I was
1: like, oh bro, I got a trophy, and I'm going home all pumped. And like he, we're like, hey, say bye, see you later. And it's like one of exactly like one <laughs> of those when you get in the car with your dad after one game, and he closed the door, and it's like, bro, how come you? So he first thing he goes, hey, um, good <laughs> job, but uh, you need to stop doing this. And I was like, what? And I'm hanging out with all these guys that are like, Yeah, great job. You know, nobody's gonna tell you you suck. Yeah. But he was like, Hey.
0: No, they would. I mean you're
1: your really good friends, uh, probably
0: would. You know? They would tell you you suck, I know. They told me I suck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Those Beach, same guys told me I suck. ever Beach is more tough than town. though. <laughs> you gotta remember that. Tony's like, uh, non confrontational you know what I mean? We're yeah. More mell uh more non confrontational. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So um the he goes, hey, you need to stop wasting your money. And I was like, whoa, what's going on? I just, I'm holding a trophy. Of course, it's fifth out of sixth. Yeah. And he's like, you need to start um, working on yourself and getting better because you're wasting your money. Mm. And so you, I'm, not telling, I'm telling you this only because your friends are never going to tell you this. Nobody oh, wow. is ever going to go out on a limb and tell you to be the honest truth. And I was like, wow. So he said, you, you can do two things. You can cry about it or you can do something about it. If you want to do something about it, I'll help you. And so from that moment on I realized, "Okay, I got to try to do something." So it was a hard um couple of years from 18 to 20 where I would you know and that's late to be getting good at surfing. But if you're you know like uh it is kind of late, like uh That's, that's impressive. It's, that's
0: that's by 18 like everyone's like people are writing for whoever and like <laughs> on the, like maybe trying to do a QS at 18 or yeah which QS for the the crowd is like the qualifying series or, it's called something different now though
1: it's called the uh challenger series i think yeah 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 i know yeah. so that. it mean. used to be qs back then used to be I, used yeah. to be the wct the one that kelly and john john and uh fred and everybody was on yeah. and then there's the qs that's the one that tries to get onto the ct right right so top 40 in the world and then everybody else on the qs it's fighting yeah like yeah the g league and basketball whatever but yes exactly
0: but by 18 guys are already doing that like and you're like oh i just started surfing two years ago yeah that's they started
1: guys are like already signing pro contracts by then they're already getting ads and i knew bro i was a fanboy of fanboy i knew everybody not i shouldn't say fanboy but i was more like um study like i I would know everything about the industry of uh, not or the who's the best surfers and all that Yeah, yeah um and i i would uh like you know, when I had a heat, I'd pretend I wouldn't know anybody, but I knew everybody. <laughs> yeah, I seen yeah. that that guy got second two weeks ago, or that guy. But I was that guy where, see, I think it was good that I grew up small and I lost so much at marinol that I knew th- how to lose, and I knew that losing is a part of getting better. Interesting. So I knew I wasn't afraid to lose. You know, when you have so much success and you come across a fail, a failure, or a mistake, or something, yeah, sometimes you don't know how to take it. Right, right. But yeah. I was the opposite where I, I kind of. Realized that, and then I I saw all these, I saw my, I had posters on the wall, like, you know, what, like all kids, right? Yeah. And there was, I remember like Kalani Robb, uh, who else, there was Shane Jose Canseco, Dorian. all those guys oh, around my wall. Jose Canseco. I think, Um and then uh, I just remember wanting to do that, you know, and yeah. obsessing, and um, I went to another level um, of trying to figure it out, and trying to watch videos, and being out there all day long when it was horrible when it was good didn't matter yeah. um diamond
0: head was your training ground
1: was my training ground diamond but it was
0: like a town barbs almost
1: like diamond head is exactly like yeah, barbers yeah. almost yeah it's
0: like that training ground yeah
1: but i would look at it differently where i would look at what it takes to get successful so you, like you said you wanted to get to that level and you would um uh, tr- hang out with the guys and do everything that they do But I remember, because I was so small, I realized you have to do extra. So from a young age, my dad always tried to make me do more than what others did. He constantly told me, and I didn't get it until I grew up older, grew into my body, that you need to do what nobody else does to get success. You need to do what nobody else sees. So similar to you, you have all the success. Nobody sees what you've done to get this success.
0: Yeah, I, I think, I, I think probably some like insecurities and things around not being as good at surfing as I wanted to, around, you know, just certain high school experiences or whatever. Yeah, probably drives my like business drive now, right? Cause, yeah, like, I want to. I, I didn't peak then, so I'm like trying to peak now, right? Maybe, right. but, but in the surfing thing, like, so do you think that I? Uh, we've actually never surfed together, but no, I've. Like, I couldn't shortboard. Like, I, I tried to work my way down and I couldn't. I, I, like, do you think I could get, could have gotten to the point with watching enough video? Like, I try. I mean, I obsessed like you, but I, I couldn't look at it and be like, oh, like, if I dip my shoulder and really drive, you know, on the rail and bend my knees, like, I, I just couldn't put it together. Like, do you think with like coaching I could have or something? Cause I feel like there's a talent level that, Dustin and Joel like I was in the water with these I feel like there's a talent level that they just had like LeBron has a talent. like he outworks everyone and he has some things that God gave him that other people don't have. that he, um you don't think surfing I know surfing is not leaping and running but no you think right, there's like don't. some balance and weight distribution and drive like you know like at the NSSA and Cal you know the story about how Joel beat this section and the announcer was like if he makes that section I'll give him a hundred dollars no there was yeah, like he was at the NSSA in a senior year, I think. And the guy with the announcer is like, Psh, he's not beating that section. I give him $100. And I don't know if Joel could hear it, but it was, and I remember seeing him do this at Barb's, like 50 yards, like no one no can worries. make it. And Joel just, wah, like, makes it. Yeah. I don't know if everyone can learn that, but you are more of the mindset of, yeah, I think you can. You just got to work hard.
1: I, I don't know, man. That's a good point because I see, like, um. God blessed uh, me with athletic ability. I'm not saying I'm athletic, but I'm not n- not athletic. Yeah, so you can play sports like we can. Go I can play, play sports. I'm soccer, not. The, I'm average, yeah. right? So yeah. I don't know, but I feel like you can just because I did it. And like you said, yeah. you didn't. The one thing that I think that would help if anybody's listening, Mike, um, is video yourself surfing because was what harder
0: you, back in the in our day that yes, was
1: harder to do. Way harder. Way harder to do. Yeah, North, the camp. You can rewind
0: Surfline now if you want
1: to. That's it. Yeah, that's all. But point. in our day, yeah, Dad hard. had to have the 50 pound camera on his shoulder, yeah, and he yeah. had to go video you. And yeah. so he he would I would get video footage with my buddy with my buddy Calais. uh His dad would video. Thanks Uncle Jay for all the video footage. But you know the, when you watch yourself, it's pretty humbling. Like it's pretty like oh bra, I thought I did a layback. That was a <laughs> that was a layback. Like where's the good wave? Like that was your good wave. Oh. Yeah, I think I want to quit. Like, I look like that. I bet you that would have helped. It helped tremendously. And then uh, the other thing that helped was, like, mechanics. Because I grew up small, I had to learn how to play big and um, do the things that you, like, as an example, you had no problem. You have no problem pushing with your back foot because you got more strength. You know what I mean? And for me, I'd have to be able to, um, I I can't do it surfing-wise, but baseball-wise. My son's, what, four, so, super small. Yeah. He's, yeah. But, he's, but he has to try to utilize every good technique he can because his strength is limited. Yeah. Whereas a bigger kid who's my size, same age as him, can hit the ball with success and not use technique. Right. Hopefully, the idea is in five or six years, they will be the same size and technique overcomes all. Yeah. But um, in surfing, I used to look at, like, I used to listen to Kelly talk, and he's very technical about using his front arm. And so I would, um, l- I would notice how you got to look where you want to go and put your left shoulder there. And like, say you want to do a carve off the top, you'd have to look down, then pull with your left arm and pull as far as you can. And I would go that deep. Yeah. I would even, I even told my dad the other day, I said, Hey, you're, you're, cause he had, bro, he had a hip surgery and two knee replacements, wow. um, or a hip replacement, a knee replacement and ACL um in one session? Uh no, all different, you know, oh. in his life. So he's yeah. in I just trying to say he's not exactly tip top shape. Yeah, yeah. But he always used to get he gets stuck on the top when he catches waves cuz he has to lift his leg up. And I told him every time you pull your head up, it pulls your weight back and now you're getting stuck on the top of the lip. So yeah. you need to keep your head down. So I would notice these little things about pushing um and ask my buddy kale about it like hey what what do you think about me or greg nakamura he's a really good close friend of mine who yeah i'd ask him tips on this and that and because i had to learn so quickly i had to be very like that oh i I I need to hit the lip here i can see that
0: i would try like i didn't there are things i know more technically like jujitsu or whatever And I never learned, I never learned, surfing, especially back then, wasn't a thing where people talked about it that technically. No. You just surf. And if you're good, you rise to the top, you know, like your cream will rise. But no one really, like in the 80s, 90s, no one really talked real technically about, oh, you put your weight distribution here. And it wasn't as much of a thing, I think, as now.
1: Yeah, you're right. It wasn't. Definitely not. Another thing, too, now that you say that, another thing that helped me out was training. Like yeah. uh so I did a lot of um shout out to Vern Lilly. I know he's not listening to this, but hopefully one of his kids is. Yeah. He was my math teacher at uh Marino and he he was a trainer at um
0: Was he the one who had you like running hills and stuff? When that's chemo. So, oh, that's chemo. I,
1: so f- I started with Vern <coughs> and even Zeke, he he trained with Vern a little bit when Zeke was like bro when Zeke was like eleven, his um and he would he ha- he had me training and from you know, training and lifting weights and all that, it's very it's it's not only good for your strength, but it's good for your mental toughness because mm. when I when I'm lifting and doing like let's say I'm doing squats for a thirty seconds straight. He'd have me do a lot of um circuit training. Yeah. So he'd go to like thirty seconds, forty five seconds, one minute, fifteen seconds off. Can- and if you're at 30 seconds and you got 15 more seconds and he'd be screaming at you to push, yeah. you don't think you can. But after you accomplish that, you realize, oh, brah, I can do this. There's more in the tank. You're yes. David Goggins, or he's like at 60%, your brain shuts off. You got way more in there. Yes. You go to that second. So I think that helps a lot with like, these guys are better than me. Like you, you know, like, I don't know if you trained back then lifting and strength and conditioning, but
0: no, more like bro kind. Yeah. Like
1: Plus, you was big probably back then, right? I was
0: lifted at Mililani 24 and, like, ate McChickens and <laughs> drank protein shakes. That's what, that's, back then, that's what Boy, I was. Oh, you was probably monster, bro. At one point, I, I, could, I put up 375 bench sloppy. Oh. I, I could do 365 pretty clean at one point, but I was just a big bloated. I don't know if guys
1: are ripping it benching you know that's a lot of weight no bro. but
0: see that's it so in all of this i just want to state: i'm not a big like i hate excuse making and and that mentality mm-hmm. but also like aware of my limitations and so on one hand i was like i just couldn't get that good in surfing and i would want to make the excuse well i'm bigger than everyone else here but then justin centero would come oh Justin's and he surfed boy. good yeah he surfed really good and he's bigger than me i was like it ain't my size you know
1: i have a lot of big buddies that surf diamond head like um shout out to those guys john Char, travis ferrara uh they 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 surf out at diamond head and there they they like jordy and parko because they're big too yeah um and yeah justin is big brah so
0: i mean he thinned out afterwards but he was like big in all ways before he was big big brother and he surfed good and he was riding like a I don't know, like a 6'4, like something fairly small, but just really wide and meaty. And, and, but he surfed good. And I was like, frick. Then I was like, nah, but he's just in tail. Something in the blood.
1: <laughs> yeah, Rattle, all those guys. Yeah. Joel's amazing. Um, but I, I think uh, instead of benching, you should have squatted. You know, because surfing is. didn't even is, do legs back then. Surfing is all, you know what? It's Actually, all, all sports are legs if you think about it. You know how.
0: I have been I've gone to Waikai twice. Yeah. And the second time, a couple of these things became apparent because one, the guy got in. And he's like, "This is how you turn." and He like really exaggerated his head, and he's like, "I know it feels awkward to you because you're a longboard or whatever, but like just turn your head super far." Yeah. And I did it, and all of a sudden I could cut back and stuff, and I was like, "Oh yeah." And so that technical thing you're talking about, like it all happened within a 45 minute session. I was oh, like, "There you go." I wonder if I would have did this back when I was a teenager and like had someone really show me, you know, and then, uh, and my legs, I couldn't like, like to, to stay on a wave for like two minutes and just keep pumping. Like, that's, oh, your, your legs are sore.
1: I heard it's a treadmill, brah. I heard that thing is <laughs> so Yeah. Your
0: legs are <laughs> sore. So yeah, I think so. All the things you're saying are true. I, I guarantee I probably could have got better than I was if I did it smarter. I didn't, I don't think there was any lack of obsession. But maybe I was just like A, a meathead about it I didn't, I didn't approach it In a technical way
1: Yeah
0: uh, I was I th- okay like, I could hang I could cut back And you know Hang my toes You're just a
1: good surfer bro mm-hmm. uh, You're fine
0: Yeah but the The bro. level of The Campbell High School In those days Was like
1: You guys had a hammer high team Bro I was nuts Kikoa K- And uh, Kamu Went to
0: Campbell No but they were They were like in, At Barb's every afternoon Oh yeah So it was like All the Campbell guys And then like uh, Bacalso would come down. <sighs> Bam's so unreal. And then, yeah, and sometimes i seen, like, Shibots over there before. Bots grew and up Moody, over there. Like, Joel, would, like, Moody would come with Joel yeah. and stuff. So, In the Water was, like, that time in the water at Barb's was just it was just insane. It was, like, a whole magazine
1: spread. Everyone's... Marvin, Marvin, Marv, Jason yeah. Gantz. Jason Gantz. <sighs> yeah. Macy was out there, too. Like, Macy. all those... She, it's pretty... That's It was and, a
0: crazy... It was a cool... To, I probably... That's one thing.
1: So... Whoever you're around, whether it's real
0: estate, insurance, if you're around winners, like you just they elevate you, right? Yeah. And so even though I wasn't like hanging out with those guys drinking, but I was just got to surf in the same water and just I'm paddling out and they're like airing over me or whatever. Just being around it, you're like, oh, so you like try a little more. Yeah. Try good. and turn a little harder. Or <clears throat> that's
1: good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's better. That's the better attitude than like, oh, bro, I'll never do that. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh. How do you? It's you know what, and maybe if you ask Benton or Dustin, like, hey, how, can I ask you a question? Like, which way did you push, or where did you look when you did that turn? Similar to when you did jits, and you're like, yeah, wait, yeah. wait, can you choke me out again and do that again? <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, you leave your ego at the door, and yeah. it's amazing. The this you know the ceiling is high.
0: Who know? Yeah, who knows, yeah it, But whatever, I don't even surf now. But it was just a, it was a fun time. It was a fun, so, but for, back to you, to start kind of, even if you were a good bodyboarder, to start picking up a board at 16, and then, how old were you, you were 21 when you went to Japan, and started surfing
1: yeah. on the tour? I did my first QS when I was, I think, 20, or 21, because I could drink a beer, I, Radio Cheryl took me there, I went to Japan, and I made the money round, and I was excited, I thought I won the contest, because <laughs> you got to figure, like, five years before that, I didn't really surf. And then, that's in that's or crazy, five years right. i started surfing and then i was just like wow growing up i knew all those guys <clears throat> you know shabbats fred joel moody bam um mike dodd capena uh you know all these zen um i'm trying to name all my little crew cody nalu andrew oliver like all all these guys i i all i looked up to all of them you know um and I knew who they were, and so when I come to the events, you got to figure these guys have been hanging out for the for ten, you know, a long time together. Yeah. And yeah. I'm that new kid, and so I can drive. I'm hanging out in my car. I particularly remember one; it was a it was a H3O event, or, sorry, yeah, H3O event. It was at VLAN.
0: H3O used to make like events.
1: They had a um. It was that a, was a TV show, right? It was a junior. It was a Hurley, yeah. But they had like a oh maybe it wasn't H3O, maybe it was just because Mike Latronic did the marketing or something yeah yeah it was a hurley junior pro at vlan okay uh, and so all those guys were in it and at that time that was like i'm sure every generation has like a group of crew we might be uncles
0: sound like uncles right now but that like your slash my generation like late 90s the early 2000s brah i don't know hawaii i mean i probably got now the it's probably
1: well good the kids now, now are unreal
0: But are they all in a, like, one, like, four-year group like it was back then? It was insane.
1: I feel like there are, and I don't want to mention everybody's name because I don't know all of them. But if you go, like, I remember just going to Haliva and just being like, whoa.
0: If you just pay attention, it's it's still happening. Yeah. If you
1: watch, like, the events, all these young kids are, like, killing it. Yeah. The Monizes, you know, Seth and Josh and Isaiah and Micah, like, Wow. And then Kaelia is like two-time world champion. Anyway, yeah. Um, so you were the Hurley v pro or whatever. Hurley v pro. I remember sitting in my car, and I remember okay, the goal is just to make some heats, get to the money round. That was my goal. Make makes it because you make money, then you're now you're a pro, right? Sort of. Um, and so I was like, okay, just make heats, get to the money round. And I didn't really have you know not sponsors that were. I was working at Town and Country, part time uh, to try to pay for stuff, and then. Mm-hmm. I would go against everybody and just be like, whoa. And I remember like a big part of my uh, amateur career was Dean Sumita. He lived in Palola, and he took me under his wing. He was he was like my really close friend and he would help me and tell me what to do. Kind of coach me, you know, back in the day we didn't have coaches. yeah. But he'd tell me like, I remember a cu- couple of times he might've been like, hey, like he didn't want to tell me, bro, you're going to get smoked. <laughs> yeah. But he'd be like, hey, just focus on what you need to do. And I knew... Some for some reason, growing up small, being the underdog, I wasn't afraid. I had maybe I had small man syndrome, or I had the like, screw this, bra. Let's see what I can do. Yeah, you know, and like I knew those guys were all better than me, hundred percent. So
0: like, who were in your heats in this contest?
1: Oh, bro, I remember heats with like, um, guys on like Ninoisirat and I. All these guys I really looked up to. Yeah, like I I literally would watch them. To learn how to surf.
0: They had, like, magazine features. Already, oh, yeah. And,
1: like, like know, or, like, this guy, Kai Henry. He, th- these are big dudes that could f- move water. Yeah. And I used to watch, like, wow, that's crazy how they can turn, like, that bots would throw tail. Um, you know, just how, and I hadn't surfed the North Shore that much because my dad wouldn't take me.
0: That's the thing, too. Yeah. Like, just
1: going country is a different thing. Yeah. It's a different animal. It's not town. It's not Ala Wana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I slowly made heats, made it there, and I just remember that feeling of like, you don't know everybody, and so um, it's pretty scary, you know. But my dreams of trying to do it were bigger than that, and like I just tried to. um, It's hard when you're the rookie, right? Like when you first start real estate, and you're like, and there's six thousand. I don't know how much people are in the industry, but there's a lot of people in the real estate industry, and you're you're the new guy, and. Not necessarily people are pressing on you or whatever, but you just feel like, oh, I got to... Either you got to... It's like a fight or flight, right?
0: Yeah, but they're not like... They might want to see you do good, but they don't want you to take their
1: position. You it's,
0: know, like their spot on the podium. Yeah. So it's it's competitive.
1: It is. You're right. Yeah. Once you get to the, hey, good job. It's funny, huh?
0: Surfing has its own... Like, you, you and I know, because we did other sports plus surfing. Mm-hmm. We, you know... <laughs> Growing up in Hawaii, but surfing has its own like cutthroatness to it. It's a unique kind of cutthroatness. It's its own brand, and depending on who's in your heat, and the, the, and guys want to fight after heats, and like it's a oh, contentious yeah. thing to go into a contest with those kind of guys and surf at that level. So all that going on, and then you gotta like catch a wave and perform yeah. while you know like oh, I'm with a guy that beat a guy up at the last contest, or
1: you know what I mean, like. I tried to not get beat. I was so small and I <laughs> can't fight. All... Yeah. <laughs> and but I do know like um I had the hey, the guy did it to me, like he tried to give me interference, you know. So Yeah. I mean and I'll come in and they'll maybe, you know, they don't know me. I'm the new kid, right? Like bro, I'll give you lickings like, Hey, like sorry, like I <laughs> i'm sorry bro if i gotta get lickings i guess i gotta get lickings but i'm sorry i had to make that heat. otherwise it's like i pay for my own the way i looked at it was all these guys were sponsored they had pro contracts by then so they weren't paying for stuff i was working at town and country and i figured for a hundred dollars you know that was five bucks an hour back then Wow. and so for a hundred dollar entry fee how many hours i gotta work to get that yeah after taxes after right
0: taxes almost your whole week
1: and then you, you know you still gotta pay for gas to get up there you know yeah, what i mean yeah. so I'm, you know, in a way, it was good to start from the b- bottom. Yeah. and get there, helped me to learn a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah. So, so that contest, you made the money around?
1: Yeah, I made a few heats and made the money around. And every time I remember make like, the, so that was a that was a good event of how like I felt isolated. Um, I remember. I don't know if the boys remember that event, but one of the biggest events that I, the turning point I think from me after my dad's talk to. Training and getting better was like a year or two years later. I did this event in Waikiki. It was like a I don't remember. I think it was a church Christian event. But the waves were. You surfed queens before? Oh, well, they
0: they used to have that. Um, yeah, like church event ch- church contest. Yeah. They did right. Yeah,
1: yeah. I surfed queens.
0: I surfed queens, but not a lot. Did I you surfed surf queens for contests only.
1: Did you surf it pumping like? Oh, I'm, no, I'm, I'm pretty s- much blowing out the spot. Sorry, Waikiki guys, but I'm blowing out the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows. Can
0: talk about greens. I think I've surfed the big ones it's for, so a, for HLF.
1: Oh, my God. That but wave is like a playground. It's fun, yeah. It's like a wave pool. Yeah. Before they had wave pools. It yeah, was, yeah. And I was in an event, and um, I don't know if you remember Wikivila. No, I think Wiki. I heard the name. Oh, we used to be teammates I mean. on this company called Lava that our buddy Jason Katara, he cooked us up. Oh, with. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Wiki was in the event and he was like the guy. Um and I was nobody. But I kept making heats and then I had we were in the final and it was so good. I remember and I remember um Pop's video of the whole thing. And I think I even got a ten. That was when it was bet top three. Oh yeah. It was so good the waves. And I beat him and he I remember him being like, What? <laughs> yeah. This guy beat me? And we we're friends, you know? Yeah, yeah. And we both knew he was better. Um, but I beat him. And from that point on, once you get, it's scary when you get a little taste of success after a lot of hard work. Yeah. Because the sky's the ceiling from there, right? Yeah, you know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like when you first tap somebody and you're like, oh my gosh, that drill worked for like.
0: Yeah. More recently in real estate. I remember when I first did my business plan in real estate, I went to sell 12 houses. And then now it just, just depends on how big I want to go. You know, I just go as big as I, I want. Yeah. But a very limiting belief before I had a little bit of success. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the, that was that Queen's contest then? The, the, also the like, okay, I can take this as far as I want.
1: Yeah. I remember my dad saying to get a
0: 10 in a a contest like that, it's a pretty uh, big deal.
1: The waves were so good. I've (laughs) never, it was so, and with four or five guys out, like I never saw anybody in the heat. We're just doing rounds.
0: Yeah. When it's big, you're spread out. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Bro, dream come true anyway Tony, <laughs> dream come true <laughs> dream yeah come true, uh. yeah three foot waves Tony, dream come true <laughs> um but i remember my dad uh telling me after that event i would surf on the north shore and i remember being with like um i'd sleep over zen yoshifuku's house um in holiva or like andrew and mike and now andrew oliver and mike Dodd and nalu law their house um at sunset and skip like I go. I went to KCC because I figured, oh my dad, my parents spent all this money on private school, and here I am surfing. Like I better at least try to get a A, a liberal arts degree. A two-year Did you degree. get it? I did. Yeah. Um, took me three years, but I got the two year <laughs> degree. Uh, but I remember them being like, "Nah, I don't need study. Just let's go surf the waves or fire. Let's go shoot photos. You know, that's when magazines were around." And my dad sat me down. I had bad grades one, one year, and he said, "Listen, you're you're doing two things. That, you you need to like." If you're gonna if you wanna be a pro go hundred ten percent into it
0: oh i gotta i don't know if I met your dad i yeah. gotta meet him he's very it's he's a wisdom
1: yeah he likes to talk so don't i don't know you need like <laughs> two hours uncle great guy but
0: come mentor no. me uncle
1: yeah I, and my and i mean okay not to just my mom and dad are divorced um, yeah. but my my mom too and my stepdad they all look i had the a um they did they all were like hey y- like why not you know um and he was like hey if you if you want to be a pro go be a pro but if i don't want you to spend money on school if you're trying to do that like don't waste money that's go good. do it 100 yeah and it it he would check in on me like if i had a i always tell him like if i had a girlfriend and all he calls me and he's like oh what you doing he's like, oh i'm at the mall with my girlfriend whatever he's like oh yeah that's gonna help you get better kid okay, bye <laughs> <laughs> i love it
0: you know so like little
1: like oh this guy's trying to you know play with my mind but it, All those little things really helped me out because um, uh, having somebody back you like that, I remember all the people that backed me, and I remember all the people that doubted me. Like I told my son recently that I have, I I, I say it's small man syndrome, but when you you grow up small and people always doubt you, you remember. I remember particularly what, this is how crazy I I am, but I remember what people wore, where they told me that I wasn't going to make it, what time of the day it was that's another interesting
0: thing about you for me is as we've you know like at the family barbecues whatever there's always more surface and as we've like peeled back the onion more (laughs) like you to be as competitive and driven and the things like you have the things i have too but you also Mm -hmm. like keep it super you know aloha and like nice with everyone i can't like i can't be all of both oh i'm just like you then
1: I, you know, like, I have the... Um, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, um, I have very bad... Uh, that's why going to church helps me a lot. But I have very... I think it's small man syndrome that like people... And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I smile and everything but in the back of my head I'm like, oh, it's so on, bro. Fuel to the fire. Fuel to the... F- like, and so my... Um, when I was on tour, I'm like going back and forth. Yeah, on,
0: there's no structure to
1: it. When it's I was like... on tour, my mom would send me all of these books um, and I'm going to lay this down since I'm not competing anymore. I read this book, it's called Mind Gym. I think I told you about it yeah. a long time ago. It changed my life.
0: So you told me that and then you read some real estate book too. I, I like. that, book li- yeah, yeah. that
1: book changed my life. Yeah. That book changed my life. The Mind Gym since we're talking about that, the Mind Gym one, it was it was a sh- it was short stories. I'm I gave it to like I I try to buy it and give it to kids who I think really want like I have my son read it. It's really like 3-4 page stories, but it's e- an easy read. And I would read it before every heat. And when I got that book, um, I think I, I won one event. I made like three finals that year. Um, I did the best I've ever done. And I remember all the things in there. And as a coach too, I got, I start reading that again. This was on Japan yeah. on the tour? It's basically about...
0: you were like, you finished in that whole Japan pro. You finished like first or second, right? I got, before? I think
1: one year I got second or third. I can't remember. I was in, I was, I was leading for a little bit and then... Dude, it's so hard to go into the, into another country and like take over. Yeah, and I especially in a
0: thing where you're being judged.
1: Yeah, so it's subjective. It's it, not. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. 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 Um, it, but uh, you know, looking back, it was the best time of my life, um, besides being married and having kids. But it was the best time of my life in <laughs> See, my twenties. Smart. Huh? <laughs> 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 I learned, Rada. Right so um, the the uh, I was with Jason Shibata. Prior to that, I would travel with like Darren turner from australia but i i travel mm-hmm. with zen yoshifuku jason shibata keko imura all my buddies from japan kazuya kesuke tepe Tajima, all these guys um that i looked up to and bro we had so much fun and when i traveled with those hawaii guys we would support each other no matter what and we knew yeah. what would um like you when you're reading that book you learn a lot of your environment like, you're only out there for, for surfing. You're only out there for 20 minutes. Yeah. And you got to show your stuff. So I I would train hard. At, at, back then, nobody trained. And I would train three days a week. I wouldn't tell anybody. I tried not to tell people because I wanted them to think I was getting lucky. Mm. I wanted, like, I remember back like in- Like Kobe Brianna. You hear yeah. the stories about Kobe. You'd <clears> be like, yeah, you don't need to work out. Then he'd go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> I would do that. I'll be that guy. Like, whatever it takes to get that edge. Because I, I grew up small. So I was like, whatever- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still small, you know? Um, and I remember particularly, like, Macy or my one of my good friends, Travis Hashimoto, like, them going to their friends and then being, like, getting teased for losing to me. And, like, oh, that smiley guy, like, Nick, whatever, he beat you again? Like, that guy that smiles all the time, you know? <laughs> and I'd, I'd be like, I would love it. I would just embrace that because they had no idea how hard I practice they had no idea that if while they was going to the club i was going to sleep early and running up hills with chemo um, yeah, yeah. and zeke and moody and joel and those guys like they nobody knew how bad i wanted it i was psycho yeah. like um and you to get back then too i was real selfish if you were on, not on my team and negative then you was against me yeah. and i wouldn't say it but i would think it you know and i'll try to distance myself from people that were negative
0: that's i mean that's probably a smart thing to do anytime right yeah yeah
1: yeah uh, yeah you're right yeah that's true yeah um what are you saying
0: so no how, how did the so you did well because i did i think bryce or eric like one of our brother-in-law's told us like oh yeah nick's like number two in all of japan or whatever i was like oh i didn't know he's that good <laughs> and um and then it kind of abruptly, or not a, totally abrupt, but like oh, yeah. you met Corey, your wife, yeah. right? Who's my, you know, sister-in-law and whatever. But you you guys met and then the the nuclear meltdown in Japan happens or whatever. And you stop going. But it wasn't like a planned exit, right? No. Yeah.
1: So it it was, it was really crazy how it ended. So at 20, you know, I got hurt a couple of times. I blew out my MCL, um, grade three injuries um both times which is like you're hanging by a thread you know what's your energy mcl it's your inside of your yeah
0: knee. yeah i know i i strained mine but i don't know like the different grading so the criteria tear tr-
1: you oh you're uh, i don't know if x-ray they
0: yeah we i would be in knee surgeries when okay. i did x-ray but i never i don't know like a whole orthopedic grading system and stuff so
1: grade four is a complete tear so grade three is like one or two strands you're held by uh, so i did one leg in 29 2009 or 2010 and like <clears throat> whenever you get hurt especially at that level you got to think it's it, uh, for me i took it as like um and because bryce and aaron and adam and you and every and Corey got me into the ufc i would take surfing as like serious as that like because you got 20 minutes to show your stuff mm-hmm. so all the training all the things that nobody sees you do run up hills go surf when the waves are horrible try out boards go to um Cockroach Bay, like whatever, is like somewhere, you know, just... Kono <laughs> <Connor> winds, Yeah. <laughs> Not, I would go when it was horrible. Not like, good. Uh, when nobody's surfing, I'll, like when no, everybody's like, oh, the waves are horrible. It would, it would help me to be like, oh, yeah, it's horrible. And I'd be like, yes, they're broken already. I'm out there. Yeah. And like just everybody's, when they have a negative vibe, I would try to feed it. And that's that Mind Gym book. That's why. Um, I got to
0: read this book. Yeah. You
1: mess with people's heads. So 2010 for whatever reason, like I met Corey and we were getting, we got married in 2010 and just my life outside of surfing was amazing. Married dream girl, um, uh, won a contest and just like, it, it shows me that your life outside of your business and work has to be good for that to work. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cause if it's not good outside of work, you bring it into work. And likewise, if you're, outside of work goes into home, it could, you know, it's gonna be bad too. Yeah, yeah, So I learned that at that age that things it matters. Um and that that was the best year I had. The last event we did that year with Kiko and Shabbat's, I won a QS. Um, the second QS that I won. And this is from a kid that's never like I started at sixteen, always wanted to be on the podium and I was I'll tell you a secret. So I would go to events and I would um when nobody's looking I would go to the podium it's that on it, and I would rub the grass like the astro turf or whatever yeah, you know the, they always
0: put turf on it huh? they always put turf on yeah, it yeah, and I'll
1: rub it and I'll look there look at look look up at it and just imagine like I want it, this is my goal get wow. on this thing be on the podium and I always thought I don't care what sponsors I have I don't care um meaning I didn't care if they weren't cool to other people if they supported me brah I'm that's like. anybody that goes on that thing on the podium looks cool
0: because yeah in that world in the surfing world i know mike played uh soccer at a Mm. collegiate level and but in the surfing world if if you're spot like you almost maybe just don't get sponsored and call yourself like a soul surf or whatever then have like a sponsor that's not as cool as the other guy's sponsor Mm. like yeah so like people would want to get sponsored by certain brands and then if you're sponsored by like the startup, it'd be like, not even sponsored. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It would be like a point to tease you on if anything. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. My dad and my mom and everybody grew, you know, maybe it was, you know, them, they worked hard to um, provide us, to get us into private school. Um, I look back on it now. I don't know how they did it, but I, you know, thank you very much, mom and dad and uncle Kurt. But it, to me, that's, in the collegiate soccer world, it would be like, dude, that guy has the best shin guards. That guy has the best shoes. That's those $250 shoes. Yeah. And um don't matter because I'm on stage with the medal and you're watching me. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's the goal. Yeah. Like, it's not... I, I. And I try to tell my son, and my dad tells me all the time. He told me something recent or a long time ago. He says, it's not your board, bro. It's what's attached to the board. Yeah. You know?
0: Hey, but... Board can matter big, right?
1: Board can matter big, I, but if you don't know how to do a cutback anyway, that seven hundred dollar board is not going to matter. matter more than two hundred dollar board, right? Because my dad used to make me buy my own boards. I'd have to save
0: up, and so like I'd save up like four hundred, and then he'd like come in with the last hundred or two hundred, and but it take a long time That's to say like to get a board. So how, I only had like couple boards as a high school kid. How like,
1: good? How good is that lesson right there? It's so my.
0: Some kids could probably be okay with a little bit of help. I needed it. I needed. Him to give me almost nothing. I really, all the way until into my 20s, I needed that. And then I never asked him for anything. And to, so now he's, you know, he's 79 and he'll say, like, when I go, I just came back from seeing him, right? He's like, oh, yeah. you should ask me for help. Why, why didn't you ask me for help when you and Michelle were almost homeless or whatever? I'm like, you taught me not to ask for help. He's like, yeah, but then you could ask me for help. Mm. I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. Wow. But my point is, is I had a Sand Island surfboards. I saved up bought it it's horrible i like i just couldn't i was like bro i'm trying so hard to hang and like i can't get it and all mm. oh, these guys are ripping and then i got another board from uh, this guy jay hodge he was this yeah you remember those
1: boards i think he got i think he passed away recently then no maybe i'm thinking of a different guy i remember a bulls guy named hodge he got ball ball ahead oh i don't know he moved to florida maybe not all oh, different then. but
0: anyways i got a board and there's a few good surfers um good longboarders at mm. barbs that used to ride his boards and i always like to get like an off i don't like the brand that everyone has so i got sand island and then i was like let me just get a hodge because like half the guys at barbs are riding them mm. And I remember the first day getting compliments from like Dane and some of them, they're like, oh, Derek. And I was like, bro, a board made a big difference. That's and you told me like you had a magic board one time that I did. the kind couldn't replicate. Yeah. He, what my oh, It, it out. can give you an edge, right? There's, you got to like be good and, and yeah. train hard. But sometimes boards like do, like put you over that edge, yeah.
1: Looking back, like looking, shout out to Wes O'Sherill. So Wes O'Sherill shaped boards for. All the Hammer Hawaii guys, Ross Williams, Sonny Garcia, um, Shaped at Blue Hawaii, Shaped at Town and Country. He, you know, and shout out to Glenn Matsumoto, who also helped me a huge, huge bit on. Glenn and Wes were huge in my surfing career. And Wes was amazing. And I, I, um, I was super honest with him. But he would, like his wife told me recently, Nick, all those times you told him that this didn't work or that didn't go in that section or this or that, he would not sleep and think about it and like draw on the and he has all the files you like gotta a be room. Kind of sick f- to be great at your craft. You do, bro. You know, you do. Yeah, you do. yeah, yeah. But uh, but I wanted to. You know how you said um, those guys kind of gave you a little bit of compliment and it made you like first
0: session, like first few waves, and I was like, oh isn't it funny These how good surfers are complimenting me
1: isn't it funny how like a, a, comp, a high five goes a long way oh so far yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what um i try to coach anyway um yeah. so 2010 was an amazing year like i was saying and um met my wife got married to my wife uh Corey, um and just everything was going well i ended up winning the last event the last wqs of that year and our year for the japan tour starts uh in april Um, and I remember like just going, getting ready for Bali. Bali is one of the first events. And in March 11th, 2011, I remember the date. That's how crazy I am with remembering (laughs) small man syndrome kind of stuff. Yeah. I remember all the (laughs) best, all the people and everything. So March 11th, 2011 day, um, that tsunami happened. I was devastated. And then I realized the that nuclear plant is pouring all the nucle- uh, radiation into the water and it, the way the current I did so much research called Surfrider Foundation Japan talked to all my buddies um, I remember us
0: messaging on Facebook you were like you weren't even going to surf here for I was a while
1: sca- I was scared to surf anywhere yeah yeah. because <clears throat> um, of the way it was like coming over or whatever yeah because yeah. we were you're a couple years younger than me but we were like right around our 30s late 20s and that's yeah. when you have kids yeah, yeah. and so if your kid came out with something you for me, the idea was if my kid has something and it's because I was selfish to go surf instead of grind and get a real job, I would never forgive myself. Mm. And so that's why Did I... Did you
0: feel like you were... well, Even if you were at your peak or at the moment, still there was going to be a time in in the next 10 years where you got to go get a real job anyway? Oh, 100% so I was, was like, at
1: my peak. I remember at... It's funny. I was, I was 29 or 30 at the time. But I remember up until that point competitively i was ready i i would take notes every time i lost so i had all these notes from prior years of all these different spots because every wave's different yeah um and every time i'd go there two weeks prior i'd grab the boards hey wes can we make this board like this and hey, i did this i want to be a more you know wax yeah. leashes i was that crazy like this full suit was a little bit heavy go with a short arm full or get the spring or whatever. Yeah. Um, show up two weeks early, go stay at this place, call them up, make a reservation. So I was ready uh, mindset-wise, board-wise, and physically-wise. I was training with Kimo Middlesworth. Shout out to Kimo, thank you. Um, with Kylan, Yamakawa, um, Moody, Joel, Shabbats, Mike Dodd. Thanks, Mike, for Mike's one of my... All those guys are my good buddies, Shabbats I, and
0: Mike. I remember when you used to do that, you know why, because that's when I was like competing in jiu and I remember we were, I was, like, back here on a vacation. I was living in California at the time. And I said something about, you were like, oh, yeah, I'm training. And Bryce guys were like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I imagine surfing, you really want your anaerobic capacity up, whatever. Yeah. And I remember you looked at me like, oh, you know that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you looked at me like, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, we're running hills in anaerobic capacity. Oh, so secret, That's right. I remember it. Yeah, I remember you yeah, was like, oh, you know that kind
1: Oh, uh, you know when you, like, yeah that's when you like your, that book that you read um i forget it you mentioned it in another podcast but when you find somebody who's that obsessive and knows something too you're like oh no this guy knows the this you see know? i didn't
0: know that you were competitive like that because i didn't very, yeah
1: i People just thought know.
0: you were surprised that like like intellectually like oh you know about that kind. i yep. didn't
1: know you were thinking like i was surprised hey no
0: tell my competitors about anaerobic nah. capacity <laughs>
1: I wasn't that, I wasn't actually that, I wasn't that competitive where like, don't tell them. I would be more like, nah, tell them. Let's, let's all do this. If they train three times, I'll do five. Like I was that, I was that um, crazy. Yeah. That's so funny that you remember You do a
0: good job of keeping it cool though, even though, because when I'm that competitive against someone, like we can't be friends.
1: You know, you know what's funny? You Um, do a good job. So the mind gym thing. Sorry, short story. I know we need to go into that. No, thing. go for it. But the mind gym thing. So I remember particularly, like, my even Jason and that When I, I, because Jason, I'm competing with him in short part, right? So I'd say things like, "Hey, should we go eat over here?" And he's looked at me. Be, hey, are you you trying to mind gym me right now? And I'm like, bro, <laughs> let's just go eat here." He's like, "What do you? What do you? I don't want to eat there." Like, bro. so I, because I'd go into play. Like, we go. So on the tour, there'd be guys that camp there because they try to save money or whatever. They're only there for two nights, right? Yeah. So they camp on the beach. The, I guess the event would allow it, and, and Japan would, would be perfect. You can camp, camping car, whatever. So we'd roll in the convenience store, get our waters and snack, breakfast and stuff because we're waking up early the next day, and there'd be one guy I remember. I don't want to – his name is – how would you say his name? Kenta. Me and Shabbat were there. And they're like, Nick, try mind gym him. I was like, okay. <laughs>
0: try mind him. So he's like, hey. And he
1: would always try to tell me stuff like, hey, like what? You staying over there? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, the train's loud, huh? When it walks by, I said, yeah, but you know what? I'm comfortable. How's the camping thing? Is it cold? Is it cold when you go to sleep? It's pretty cold, yeah. I'd worry about the rain and everything too and like hey by the way your fins look good today but not as good as yesterday and <laughs> i'll just walk away like you can't just keep the conversation you'd walk away cuz mine the mine i would always try to like
0: plant seeds
1: plant seeds <laughs> the, the wrong seeds yeah so naughty but um now I i'm think older not do all the that.
0: times i talk to you why See so if you you plan it see so if no, you mind you. for you.
1: you you guys are f- your family brother. <laughs> 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 uh, you're, no, you're family. I know it's so funny, man. Everybody's tripping like, "Oh, what's next?" At you? No, uh, you're family. I wouldn't. Um, that that particular time, but anyway. Uh, so tsunami happened. I had a real big decision. A lot of people wanted me to just go, just go. Like even Corey's boss.
0: Yeah, you're at your peak.
1: I was at. I mean, everything. I literally that year signed three to five-year deals. So all my sponsors were pressuring me, hey, come, everybody's oh. broken, try to come here, bring their spirits up, this and that. And I'm like thinking, okay, even a lot of the older Japanese guys on tour, so there's a lot of respect, I have a lot of respect for them because I know who they are. I've, I've known who they were before I even was on tour, right? Being a surf uh, enthusiast. And I had a lot of pressure and I just said, okay, look, I, I'm going to have to grind. And I remember my mom telling me, you have this Thing in you that you would it was either my mom or my stepdad uh, my uncle kurt he said but one of them said you you should go into sales you should do what your dad does because you'd be good at it and if you don't know insurance um when you're an agent you it's different than real estate you guys get a bigger cut of the the pie than real estate
0: yeah the incentive structure is different
1: incentive yeah
0: it's better in one way because you have recurring but then it's different because it's smaller. And the relationships are formed differently. We've talked about it at length. We did. Um, but what I do know, the consistent, like, the same type of person tends to rise to the top in both those industries. Yeah. And if you're not a little bit competitive or a lot of bit competitive and have, have an edge, you know, yeah. if you don't have an it factor and an edge, you're probably not going to make it in either. I think, and
1: you know what, that personality, it, it's, it's more so a, um, somebody who's not afraid to fail. Yeah. Because you're going to see a lot of failure. So I saw, you know, coming from, so going back, I I made the decision to switch. So I I went into it, i I get like $100 checks. And and that's when um, Corey got pregnant. So I was dealing with going to be a dad. Yeah. And then also we just bought a house, townhouse. And like, dude, I'm starting from scratch, but I still have these three-year deals or whatever. I just got to show up in Bali or show up to do photo shoots and this and that. Um, and I was dealing with a lot of stress because that beginning part, I would make like a hundred bucks and my, um, my dad's company where I worked, I was an independent. My dad, your think, dad just
0: gave you all, gave you everything, right?
1: No, he gave me zero. <laughs> 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 yeah. I love, I, I, you know, it's funny. We talk about being competitive. I hope everybody thinks that I got everything. I hope that all the, <laughs> all the other, cause they all know who it's am easy I, to think if your yeah, dad
0: was successful in the industry, it's very natural to think, well, you're it was given to you.
1: Yes, but I told my dad even recently that, hey, you have five kids. Um, I don't expect you to give me anything, and you worked your okole off for that. That's your retirement, brother. You know, so you you do what you do with that. And he said, thank you. Yeah, you're right. That is, I worked my butt off for this. This is my retirement, and um, thankfully, he sh- he showed me the ropes, but didn't get, he. He showed me how to fish.
0: He didn't give you a book of business. Because that would be the easy thing in insurance. Is like move 100 files to you. Now you have recurring revenue. 100%. Your family
1: can eat. No. He didn't do that. No. He said, you got to grind. You got to suffer. You got to get 1,000 no's and one yes. And I would get 10,000. I would... So you know like this um, notebook right here that you have? Yeah. I had multiple ones of those. And every day I would call like everybody I knew. I'd go meet, like, I, as an example, I went to go meet my, shout out to my buddy, Kyla Hayes. He He's a sales rep, a good surfer, a good friend of mine. Um, and I met with him and wrote down every single contact he had and called all of them. All the surf shops, all the people that he knew, all the reps, everybody, even his friends. i would call all of them. But you got to remember, when you have a business, right, you're not going to want to give it to a Ex pro surfer, like hey, just the idea of it. You you yeah. can't be a intelligent, no,
0: put together, uh-uh. you know the, all the qualities I'm looking for in a businessman. You can't be that as a surfer. To trust you, that's family. not the maybe as an ex baseball player or something. Maybe yeah, but not as a surfer. Yeah. You're you're a, a bimbo, like <laughs> blonde hair. Yeah. You know, like Raz and Arlie out there. (laughs) (laughs) That's who you are, you know? That's true. Surf bum,
1: you don't know about liabilities. You don't know about... And so I I literally worked so hard on everything. The insurance test, at that point, it was, what, 10 years since I took a test. And it took me four... My dad jokes around. He says, you get the most expensive insurance license. Because every (laughs) time you take the test, it's like 75 bucks. And I took it three or four times, maybe... Yeah, four times. People do that with real estate too. Yeah, but um, yeah, my dad made sure to make me know like hey. That's good. So the lady knew my name. She's like, "Oh, you're back again. See you in two weeks." So even that. how old are you at that point? Like thirty. I was 30. 30 or twenty nine or thirty. So even at thirty,
0: right. your dad stuck to those principles that I admire. Of like, hey, you got to do this.
1: Syncro- he always tells me. Um, I can, you know, catch you a fish. You know that saying, right? Yeah, yeah. Or you can... And so now when he asked me questions about his computer, I'm like, brada. <laughs> I can hey, I, show I'll you how to phone. do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stop. you want you to do No, bruh. I'm going to teach you how to fish right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, w- I grinded. So um, as an insurance agent, the way that I make money is um, I'm an independent agent. I'm 1099 from the company. So every as an example if i sell a hundred dollar business policy i get five percent i get five bucks yeah we talked about this yeah so it's five bucks for the year yeah so if you make a thousand dollar if you sell a thousand dollar policy you make 50 bucks yeah. for the year that's not and then take away taxes now i'm making 30 yeah, yeah. or you know 40 whatever yeah so now um you my first few years it was gnarly it was a lot of stress uh because I was starting a new industry, having a kid, and having a mortgage now, and um, I remember the beginning. You know, because I knew everybody in the company. My dad. That's all. They knew me since I was small, and right. um, Even I remember, harder to respect you. Yeah, no, but it was a little kid. That, yeah, yeah, but it was really good because they were my aunties who would give me um, thank you, Tracy and Casey and all my Julie, everybody who helps me, and Verna and gail everybody who's helped me out from the beginning because they didn't sugarcoat anything yeah. they were like hey figure it out and you know um you know yeah. when you read something on your own and try to figure it out rather than somebody tell you you retain it yeah and they knew sure. that i'm not that smart so i have to try to read it over <laughs> and over to retain it but it they, they like the first few months was like 100 bucks to check and they're like hey nick joking around but kind of serious The paper costs more and the accounting costs more than that. (laughs) So we'll wait till it's like a couple hundred bucks to give you a check. So I was suffering the first few years, um, but I grinded and grinded. And literally like this, like I was saying, this book would be filled. I'd call 50 people, get all knows. Like, wait, what did you do last year? Oh, I was on tour. Like, oh, that's what I thought. Uh, We're good. You know <laughs> yeah and yeah. I and you you remember how I talked earlier about remembering people. Yeah. I remember everybody that told me no, yeah, <laughs> and so i i i didn't i didn't I have no animosity towards them. I understand their decisions.
0: I get it. I was just talking with a guy yesterday, and I was talking about how I even have business partners now that didn't really give me much attention or and I have some who I remember and will never work with, but so I would go around meeting people and they were unimpressed and uninterested, and I'm like. Makes sense. I'm mm-hmm. a nobody agent. I never done anything. Yeah, um, it's business, so I'm not offended as long as they approached it the right way. Yeah. So like, you could give me like not be interested in me, but be respectful, and it's fine. We can still work together today. Yeah. Then some were really rude and like dismissive
1: and like. You remember it all. And, right? I, and I remember it all. Remember, too, remember what
0: color shirt they was wearing? No, <laughs> I remember the. But I remember a lot about it though.
1: There you go. See yeah, that yeah. you got the same but you don't have small man syndrome. You're too big. To I kind of do. Like, I, <laughs> I have things that
0: drive me, you know, but okay. So I want to, let's do a part two and a part three and whatever. And here's the thing. You're a guy just like, we didn't even have to go through a timeline. Like we just talk about Hawaii and parenting and, and anything. But, um, for this one, I do have a real estate client and I, I gotta, I gotta go talk to. Yeah. But before that, um, so next on the agenda, I want to finish out the next time we talk, I want to talk more about finishing out the pro tour, those principles you take into insurance, okay? Um, parenting, because we've bounced that stuff off of each other, yeah. coaching our kids, et Hope cetera. Um, you have two amazing kids, amazing wife. Uh, but for now, two things. First, if someone is, you know, hears this and is like, yeah. That, that kind of guy with that kind of drive, that's who I want on my side and my business and needs business insurance or something. Mm. How do they get in contact with you?
1: I'd say the best way to get in contact me with me is, um, email, email, yeah. Nick M or I guess you can, uh, I don't, I would say Instagram or email. Instagram is at Nick Mita. Um, at Nick Mita. I think it's at Nick Mita. There's an underscore call in your somewhere. office and ask for you or just call my office, um, uh, look up innovative insurance.
0: Innovative call innovative insurance and ask for Nick. Eight
1: zero eight. Can I give him the number? Yeah, if you want. Three six nine eight seven zero zero. Okay. And then you or you can um, email me. It's Nick M at iirhi.com. com. But disclosure: I'm not I'm not the cheapest guy, and I'm more of a guy that like looks at your overall risk. So yeah. I'm like, "Hey, no, you've
0: you've told me when I when I had uh X-ray staffing company, you were like, "Bro, I would charge you so much. Try look at one of these types of companies. Yeah. I found the type of company I was like, "Way cheaper." Yeah. That's good advice though.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't I have this uh I don't know if it's a good or a bad trait where I I growing up in Hawaii, we do things to help other people out. Yeah. Whether it benefits you or not, yeah. you need to do that because those people Hopefully those people learn and they can carry that on, right? That's yeah. the Aloha spirit. Yeah. So that I try to help everybody, whether it benefits me or not. Yeah. So give me a call. I'll, 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 I'll you know. But I'm not the cheapest guy.
0: And what makes yeah. sense for your business and what you're looking for right now is like bigger accounts, right? Yes. Like, not that you won't I'm talk not... to people and help people, but yeah, big accounts makes. Same with me. Like if someone's like, "Hey, I need to sell," uh, you know, twenty thousand dollar cardboard box or something like yeah. i don't it's not that i won't help them i 100 percent will help them but i'm probably going to have someone else help them right like whatever makes sense because i'm not going to be able to serve them like i'm not going to give answer their questions repeatedly yeah. over time and it would be selfish of me to even try and keep that so there's nothing wrong with that and i appreciate that transparency and then the last thing um and then we got to run but we'll do this again yeah marv Oh, does Marv is there anything we want to shout out to Marv uh, like in terms of like a GoFundMe or that's a good or just no?
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I, we'd have to hit Marv up for that. I okay. think he's all good, but that's a crazy story. That's actually a good guy to talk to. Well, he's we'll, he's dealt with, we'll close it on that. we the at
0: Barbers where I grew up surfing, and Nick's definitely surfed, but <laughs> there's that always like your home breakout. No. But uh, White Plains people call it, but Barbers. The, the mayor, like the man at Barb's is Marv. He's been the lifeguard there forever. He's coached all these people. All these people we've referenced, he's like coached them and guided them as they come to that beach. And, uh, you know, he's been going through some stuff. And so just shout out to Marv and our aloha to Marv.
1: Oh, he beat cancer. He beat cancer. That's yeah. in, Um, I I think he's it beating. was. He's beating. He's continually sorry. beating cancer. Yeah. Beating yeah. cancer. Yeah. Present tense. Yeah. um, He's pretty it's a pretty unreal story yeah yeah
0: and he's just so many everyone if you ever spent any repeated time at barbs you know marv and uh he's like a part of my childhood because some would next time we're on but i've told you this story he's like take the damn single fan off (laughs) put on the side fans and longboard like a hawaiian like longboard the way you're supposed to if you want to be on the surf team (laughs) after all the like joel guys graduated that last year but um that's good marv yeah shout outs to marv and we'll do this again bro thank you sorry bro i talked too
1: much no that's
0: how that's like joe rogan like uh episodes like three hours because it's easy to do it when you're having a good conversation